Here we go. Welcome to episode 10 of the Hardline Sports Talk. Michael Merlo here with you. I have JM alongside me. Busy weekend. Huge weekend. Lots of stuff happened. And I kind of felt like this was the first weekend we felt like COVID was gone. There was yeah. there were a lot of people in buildings, whether it was MSG, whether it was hockey, whether it was other basketball games, and then, of course, the PGA Championship. Mm-hmm. Kind of looked like COVID didn't exist, but JM, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. Yeah, you're right. Um, a, lot of, a lot of restrictions being lifted today. The uh, Giants and Jets announced full capacity for the season. So, yeah, things things are looking up. That's great. That's, that's I'm so happy. And we, me and you, and uh, my brother and Luke are going to the Yankee game on Thursday. Yep, and I'll be at the Mets game to see Jacob DeGrom on Tuesday. I mean, it's your that's, this is your first sporting event, right? Since my COVID? first, yeah, but my first, you know, uh, you know, because I've been to like races, but yeah, baseball, major sporting football, event. yeah, to, a major four sport, yeah, haven't been in. Oh God, I don't even know. I, probably two years. I calculated today the last time I was at City Field, I was with you. Oh, the that random September game. We yeah, when we went Mets Marlins, yeah. it was like six hundred something days since we wow. I've been in City Field. That's so crazy. I'm going for the first time tomorrow. I can't wait. And I can't wait to explore Yankee Stadium on Thursday. Like, I'm really looking forward yeah, to that. Because I've be never – because I've I've been there, but I didn't walk around at all. You didn't see Monument Park no. or anything like that? Wow, no. really? Yeah. So we got to get there early. I wanna, We will. Yeah. So let's get to sports now here. We've got P- M- Phil Mickelson, excuse me there, wins the PGA Championship. He's the oldest guy to win a major championship. 50 years old. Huge for the older crowd. Mm-hmm. Good job by Phil Bra- Brooksy. Good looking Brooksy came in second. Oh yeah, tied for second. Yeah, Brooks is good looking. Brooksy's yeah. Let me, let me look. Uh, let me look a picture here. Brooksy and his girlfriend are like a power couple. I think I've seen the girlfriend. Yeah. Come oh on, wow, dude. yeah, he's a good looking guy. Yeah. yeah I'm gonna. Tiger's get, got nothing on him. I'm gonna get killed for this, but yeah. Um. So good for Phil. I mean, father. He's beaten father time, kind of like yeah. Uh, Tom. Yeah. I saw somebody bet like three hundred dollars on him. Wow! They won ninety grand. Oof. That's how much of an underdog he was. Wow. It was huge. He, so, uh, and he doesn't need to do any more winning. That guy's got all the money in the world. Oh but. my god! I think total just won like on the course, like from tournaments. He's won a hundred and twenty something million dollars. Oh so that's not even counting endorsements let's or whatever. See, let's see what his net worth is. Uh, four hundred million. Oh my! God. I was thinking about I, this today. I, don't, I didn't even realize golfers make that much. I, it's yeah. in, I mean, obviously, it's endorse. It's not all like purses. It's endorsements and everything like that. I was thinking about it today because we know so many people now, especially as we've gotten older, that just go golfing. Yeah, like it is crazy. This guy's literally on a course. He's playing golf like a regular person does, except he's an, a millionaire. Yeah, and he's the best in the world at it. Like people go to have fun. You know, BS, whatever. It's even like people conduct interviews and business. That's why I need to learn how to do it. I've never been golfing. But it's crazy that this guy makes a living from it. And, like, it's it's like really like a dream job. Golf has, like, a really weird feel to it compared to all the other sports. Because you play on the same distances and everything. And the pars are the same. I mean, there's handicaps. But the pars are the same compared to, you know, all the pros and stuff like that. Like baseball, you're not playing at you know at a, a stadium when it's, it's four ten the center field yeah. and stuff like that. Like there's, and you don't play 
you can go play around at Bethpage Black. I mean, it'll take a while to get reservations, but you can play around at Bethpage Black, and that's, you know, a one of the hardest yeah. courses in the country. And all the pros play there. It's, it's weird, and it's, it's cool. Well, good for Phil again. And like you said, he doesn't doesn't need to play anymore. Yeah. He's already one of the greatest ever. So let's get to our next topic. Oh, I also have a break. Oh. We're watching the Islander game Islanders right now. Islanders just started double overtime. So we will get that. We'll talk about that when the game finally ends. But the New York Knicks played a playoff game at Madison Square Garden yesterday with 15,000 people in it. And it looked phenomenal. It it was so loud. It was great to see. And like I said when we opened, it just felt like COVID just didn't exist. Yeah. It kind of felt like the first weekend of like, wow, we beat Islanders this. just won. Wow. Look at that. That's a huge win. That's a big three. They're up 3-2 now. Up 3-2. And, and they're coming home. Coming home. Go close that Gotta out at the barn. Um, but, yeah, back to the Knicks. It was, Yeah, put a smile on my face to see all those people. In the stands. Um, it was freaking loud, man. When RJ uh, dunked on DeAndre Hunter, the place exploded. What about when Quickly hit that three in the second yeah. quarter? That, yeah, was that, that was a crazy. deep three. That was, that really was nice. Three. I love Emmanuel Quickly. And, let, and let's get to this game. Because, I, you know, I'm watching it. And I, I, I've, listen, I haven't really, like, completely, like, watched every basketball game. I can't say I have. No. But I know the Hawks. I know the Hawks are good. Yeah. But they are much better than I thought they were. They got a lot of really good players here. And Clint Capella. Yeah. Guys like him. He, he's going to be an issue this whole series. Oh, for them. yeah. And he's like the best rebounder in the NBA. The best offensive rebounder especially. He had four offensive rebounds in the first half or yeah. something yesterday. I mean, he is so, so big. But Honestly, I, just, I, 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 liked, I liked it better when Gibson was in there. Noel's not a great rebounder. He's a good defender. He's a good rim protector. But... He's Gibson, a little he's a little undersized. Right, but Gibson is too, but Gibson can box out very yeah, well. Yeah, Gibson seems like he's a little better at boxing out. But I was I shouldn't say I was shocked, but like I'm like, damn, like this team is good. Like the Hawks got real John Collins, DeAndre Hunter, who was very young. Yeah. He I think he came back from an injury. Clint Capella, Trey Young, obviously we're gonna get to him. He's public enemy number one oh, in yeah. this town right now. And is this this is Bogdan. Bogdanovich. Yes. I was having this conversation There's with somebody Bogdan, today. Yeah. It, how, that's so stupid. I know. <laughs> Sorry. Is there a name? No, I don't name. know. But, like, it's so stupid. Yeah. But oh, they and got really a, good players. There's a Marjanovic. It's, it's oh, Boban, Bar, Boban Marjanovic. Yes. Bogdan Bogdanovich and Bojan Bogdanovich. How are they not related? I don't know. It'd be easier if they were related. Yeah. And they got Danilo Gallinari coming off the bench, though, back With to the, the Hawks. the stupidest haircut I've ever seen that in my life. That was so bad. I'm, I was laughing. I was literally like laughing. a raccoon. Yeah. And I feel like Lou Williams played 13 minutes, and he scored 13 points. I felt like I watched I every bucket that he made. Well, he he got to the game. rack so easy yesterday. Yeah. He hit that nice three at the end of the third quarter. Yeah. I mean, I would think he played more than 13 minutes. That's a little weird. They don't – I mean, they didn't need it. Yeah. They only played one, two, three. But they only played nine guys. They played some other forward, I can't pronounce his name, for three minutes. So, right. I mean, they only played eight guys. But, yeah, they're a really good team. And I, I think there's no doubt that this series is going – this is a series is going seven games. I don't know. I think it could still go six. I think – With the Knicks? Yeah. I 
Randall didn't play his best game at all yesterday. And RJ was good. Not He played better in the second half, but he, he didn't get off to a great start. And then you have, I mean, I know this sounds a little like a casual take, but Trey Young played a great game. Like, their star played great. Our star didn't, and it came down to a last-second shot because our bench is far better than their bench. The Knicks are going to win. If they win this series, they're going to win it strictly because their bench is just yes. far better than theirs, and they're a much deeper team. The Hawks' bench defensively is weak. Yeah. They're not a good defensive how did you How did you feel about Thibodeau throwing Nadal Aquina out there on the last possession of the game? Frank's a great defender, but honestly, I think an underrated thing about that was Frank didn't do a great job, and Trey Young's obviously hard got a guard he's very elusive um Taj Gibson he came up to help and I didn't get what he was trying to yeah. do he like went to the right of Trey Young and maybe it was Neil Aquino's fault because he didn't realize that Taj was on his right no so he, he went could, to his left so he could cheat a little on yeah because no, Taj was on his right and no then he wasn't Taj Trey, was no, on Trey his Young left. went around his left Trey Young went around the left out. of Frank Neil Aquino. that's because remember he drove right yeah, he drove right, which is because Walt Clyde Frazier had said, "You gotta get, you gotta get to his right side. You gotta cut cut off his right side." And they didn't do it. Yeah, exactly. And he beat him right around. He literally just—it almost looks like he just sprints right around both of them. Which, I just—I just, just didn't get what Taj was doing and what Frank. I didn't get what either of them were doing. I get how Taj was trying to come up and trap him a little and try, you know, double and try to get the ball right. out, but Frank didn't adjust by. Getting to his right, getting to Frank's left, Trey Young's right side. He kind of just left the door open. Like I he was guarding him like it was still one on one. I didn't and then like Taj the move. came a little too far up. He didn't have to come that far up, and then the paint was wide open. And he's just gonna stop, and he's stopping a dime and float it up yeah. like he does, or he's gonna get fouled. Yeah. I didn't like the move. Listen, Frank is cold. He didn't play, you know, a minute in this game. Right. Trey Young's played forty minutes, so obviously he's gonna be faster and, and looser. So. I just didn't understand put, throwing him in there. I know, listen, he's Trey Young's a great player. He's tough to stop. I mean, oh, you're gonna no th- you're gonna throw you're gonna throw Frank in there cold instead of whoever, whoever D Rose somebody that. But Frank's your best, probably your best defender. Is then you, but you can't throw him out there for the last minute of the game. Why not? They because, do it all the time. I don't like that. I'm sorry, I don't. He's he's not he's not what warmed I didn't up. Like, he's not. What warm. I didn't like, and I didn't see a lot of people talking about it was. After that, with a second left, what play they drew up, and why was why was Burks Alec inbounding, Burks the, inbounding ball? the ball? I don't understand. I understand that, that you're not going to have uh, Taj Gibson inbound the ball. You need somebody who's you know a solid passer and whatever. It should have been Rose. used to doing it. Yeah, but I don't understand. Alec Burks was your best player down the stretch, right? And in clutch moments, he, he hit that miss. corner three. He hit that step up from the baseline mid range. He 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 was he's been your cl- probably your clutchest player the whole season. They do they do go there. They do go. Wait, he's come up in really big stuff, big spots for them. Alec Burks. I don't get why he was inbounding the ball. It should have been D Rose. And if listen, if if because D Rose wasn't taking that shot. They weren't even thinking about no. going to Derrick Rose to take that shot. So it should have been it should have been Rose. But they had the, like they should have had the backup plan B Randall. They tried to go to Randall and the Hawks did a great job. I mean, de- just denying him the ball. He right. couldn't get the ball. The but, only problem I could see with Rose is he's his size. Cuz I don't know if you want a guy inbounding the ball who's like 6'3". Yeah. 
especially if you put like a six seven guy on, it's gonna be hard to a c and b get it over his head. Yeah, I could see that. I just still. Also, like, I would have rather Burks be. I would have rather Burks be oh, out there. I, like I that's know. what I'm saying. So I'm who do you want to throw out there? Maybe you could put RJ in there and have him in have him unbounded. Yeah, he, he wasn't even on the out. court. He wasn't even on the court. I know. Who did they have on the court? They had Taj, they had, had Randall, Burks, Rose, and I don't think Quickly was there. I don't Maybe think Reggie Quickly Bullock was, was out there. I don't think Noel was there. They wouldn't have two bigs and Randall on the court. No, I'm gonna. I'm gonna look that up right now. I'm forgetting who the fifth guy is, but yeah, they could have. I don't. I just don't understand why they wouldn't. I, like, yeah, you're right. Burks was your guy. He was making big, big shots. He wasn't missing. So, the the refereeing to that foul call on Trey Young. Yeah, I don't I, know about that. I didn't think it was a foul, but I just don't. I don't see how they could have overturned. Especially that. the way they were calling the game, especially in the beginning. It was a, it was very let them play, letting contact go. The the rest kind of changed like mid game, which I don't get. I don't like that. Like stay consistent. I'm gonna say this about the Knicks. Okay, I am called a fraud by most of our friends about how my Nick fandom is gone. Yeah, I was a Nick fan for a while as a kid, and gone through the really tough days. But the Knicks, the way they play basketball is just, it's like so nice and refreshing to see because Mm -hmm. they play tough. They play hard. They don't like, I kind of look at three pointers as like now, like how the home run ball was. They're exciting, but I don't want to see like too much of them. Right. And the Knicks don't do that. They play hard. They play hard inside. They play great defense. They're inspiring. And I don't know. That's just like the type of basketball that I like. like. Old school. Yeah. You don't want, it's, you know, I remember one, like, random Tuesday night. It was, or Wednesday night. It was NBA Wednesday on ESPN uh, this season. And they had the, oh, it was Bucks celtics And the game started off, it was, like, 20-20. The score was 20-20, to and it was, like, eight, four minutes into the first quarter. Because guys were just... It, it looked like a three-point contest. Like, they weren't playing that hard of defense. They were just letting guys pull up. I'm like, you know, this is, like, not... It's not enjoyable. After watching the Knicks and then watching this, I'm like, you want to see some defense. I mean, scoring is usually good in any sport. You like to see scoring, but you still need defense. Like, you don't want to watch an NFL game, and every time it's 50-50. to 50. When you see it once in a while, it's cool, but not every night. Watching a basketball game to me has become tough over the years with all the timeouts and, you know, the commercial breaks. Yeah. So, like, yesterday, like, I re- it was the first time in a couple of weeks that I sat down and really watched, you know, I watched about 75% of that game. I watched the whole second half and most of the second quarter. Right. So, other than, like, but that game was so enjoyable to watch. It really was. Like, I, I was on the edge of my seat the whole time. The only tough part I had was from six minutes to four minutes – in the fourth quarter, took mm-hmm. about fifteen minutes. Replays, fouls, timeouts. Oh yeah, like that. It took so yeah. long, but then the last like four minutes were good. It's just like in um, football too. The last yeah. like two, but basketball to me is worse. Yes, the last is. two minutes in basketball, the, you're right. There's always that one call, and it uh, they review it and blah blah blah, and then they they save their three timeouts until the end and. Oh, and especially the fouling if you're yeah. down and you're trying to just no, put them on the line. Not like, football's not like that. Football the last, is you'll, the two minute, but the two-minute drills and stuff are exciting. Yes, but it's also not as long and it's not as dragged out. Yeah. 
and it's like I don't sit there and complain like, no. oh, there's too many stoppages here in football. No. Like usually, I can sit there and, and not be, you know, bothered by what's going on in the last two minutes. Yeah, so, I agree. The Knicks lost a really tough game. Again, we said Trey Young hits the floater to win the game. The Knicks come out in the inbound, and with a .9 seconds left, Burks inbounds it to Randall. He didn't even have time to get a shot up. They were denying him the ball all day. They did a great job defending Randall all night. He was shut down. We have 16 points. If that. Yeah, he had he had 15 points on 6 of 23 shooting. 12 rebounds, 4 assists. Yeah, he was not good. Yeah, but, they, but you know, give credit to them. They, they did a good job on him. But, yeah, that's a brutal night. RJ at 14 in 32 minutes. He shot 6 of 15. He only shot 1 for 6 from 3, so that's obviously got to get better. But I, I'm, I'm confident in this team. Yeah. That's why I'm saying, like, to lose by 2 points when you had your 2 best players not have their best game, I mean, it's a little, you know, depressing that you didn't win the game but on a, for a positive outlook and optimism and optimism you uh you can you know take that with you d rose we touched on him before he's just he's been phenomenal he they were 17 and 20 without him this year but before they traded for him and then he missed a couple of weeks yeah in the season with covid but their offense runs through him they're all, he's such a spark off the bench and, and I, I think one of the guys on TNT had said yesterday, because I was watching on TNT, and then I realized that Mike Breen was calling it on MSG. Right. I didn't know they were on MSG, so I put on MSG, and that was such a better broadcast. I didn't but, know that was even a thing. Because, like, when the Yankees are in the playoffs, yeah. it's only on yes. The first it's round. Some... It's the same thing with the hockey, though, too. Yeah. I didn't know yeah, they were on. Yeah, the Islanders on MSG, yeah. But it's only the first round. After that, they're done. Oh, okay. But... They said on the TNT broadcast that maybe Derrick Rose should be considered for six man, and I don't. I think he he's a is he a finalist? He is a nominee. I really? don't know if he was a finalist. It was. Who I know the, the Jazz three? have two guys. Jazz have Ingles and I think Jordan Clarkson. Uh huh. And then it might be D Rose. I'll look that up right now. But he's been that good where you can consider him for that for this team. He's been so clutch, and I I probably mo- I think I mocked the trade when it happened. Right. But oh well, it just got announced that literally two hours ago that Jordan Clarkson won Six Man of the Year. Oh, was he a finalist though? D Rose or no? Yes, he was. It was Clarkson, Ingles, and then D Rose. That's good. Uh, at least he was nominated. Wow. There were a, so there are a hundred votes total. Yeah. Clarkson got 65 first place votes. Ingles got 34, and Rose got one. Well, that's upsetting. <laughs> but he 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 didn't play a lot of games with the Knicks, and he, he missed like two weeks with COVID. It was such BS. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, he was huge off the bench for them again yesterday, and you know, hopefully, I mean, yeah, they they did notice that he was a finalist, so that's good. Right. But let's go over to the other side of town. Huh? Oh yeah. Brooklyn Nets. Won their first game the other night on... That was Saturday night. And Boston kind of kept it close for a little bit. That's about as close as they're going to get. That's... Yeah. I mean, I just... I don't take that... Like, I take that with a grain of salt. They just don't have the scoring, Boston. They... I mean, Jason Tatum's phenomenal. Kemba's a little on and off. He's still a great player, but... He's... You know, he lost the... This year, he hasn't been as good as he usually is. No. And then who's that third guy? 
Well, who, who are you going to get that scoring well, from? Jalen Brown, Brown's not there anymore. Brown's hurt. They have uh, Fournier. Yeah. Is, is Marcus that your Smart. best option? Exactly. You're yeah. going to need one of those guys to have a great night. I don't think we should even be talking about this as like a consideration. No. Like the Nets got off to a tough start. They did. Yeah. They, they were rough in the beginning of this game. But they found their stride. KD scored 32 points. It's you know, just... I was I was watching the game. Um, I didn't get to see the whole game because I was out. But that first quarter, before I went out, I was watching the game. And KD didn't touch the, the ball for like the first, I don't know, five possessions. It was Harden, you know, doing a couple dribble moves, kicking it out to Joe Harris. And then Kyrie had a couple pull-ups. And I was like... KD was standing in the corner for like basically the first five possessions, and I was like, "And they like they don't even need him." You know what the thing about him is he plays so good off the ball. I was I was watching yeah. a couple of highlights from this game, and the way he moves, the way he can get open by himself without the ball, he really is so impressive. Right. And again, as much as we hate on him, Kyrie, again he scores twenty nine points here. He's had a really underrated. Um, like he's been amazing this yeah. season. I mean, all it's, three it's of them have been fantastic. Harden again running the point. He had twenty one nine and eight assists, four steals. So he's not as bad of a defender as people. No, he he got to. he had he a got, bad rap. He got better. He he definitely got a bad rap there. And he's I think he's like the key. Like he's the spark. He's their point guard. Yeah. They need him. I think. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know if this is a hot take or not. They need him. With the way they constructed this team, with the way they play right now, they need him more than they need Durant or Kyrie. Because he's the I don't point think guard. That's a crazy it's not take. crazy. I mean, they played really they well. Didn't, they didn't have that, you know, ball general. No, I mean Kyrie's a point guard, but he's not the the you know he's a he's a scorer. Right. He's not really a point guard. Right. Um, and you kind of saw that at the beginning of the year, though. Before they got Harden, they were like, "Oh, who's gonna?" Maybe Dinwiddie was supposed to be that guy. Dinwiddie was going to be that guy that right. played the point. But Dinwiddie got hurt in the beginning of the year. So, they they also played so well with Harden and, and Irving in the beginning of this year when Durant was out and they first got her. Remember, they went on like a 10, whatever, 10 or 11 game winning streak. Yeah. They were great without Durant. Kyrie's, I mean, oh my God. I don't, I don't get why he didn't get talked about more. He's averaging 50, 40, 90 for the season. Really? 50.6% from the field, 40.2% from three, and 92% from the free throw line. That's incredible. Wow. 27 points this year averaged in 54 yeah, games had, out of 72. He's phenomenal, phenomenal season. So they – like I think they're going to sweep the series. I, it's not like – nothing against Boston. They're not healthy. They're, gonna they're not as good. I think and, even if they did have Jalen – not that people are saying, oh, if they had Jalen Brown, this would – you know be a seven-game series, but I don't think they would be a top-four seed in the East, even with Jalen Brown. No, they had a rough st- They had a rough year. Yeah. They just they couldn't get it going. Yeah, agreed. This wouldn't be a uh, team that competed really for – yeah. But a, a team that really has impressed me is the Philadelphia 76ers. I think the it's the only team in the league that can beat – Brooklyn because of the way they can defend and they have so many guys that can kill you. Tobias Harris scored 35 points yesterday yeah. against the Wizards and the Wizards are a team 
that could be dangerous. I kind of I heard this analogy from somebody and it makes a lot of sense. I don't know if I've said it before. If this was like a NCAA tournament type deal where it was one game elimination, they would be my Cinderella team. But the way they can just the, the, Wizards, the Wizards, the way they can just turn it on with Beal and, and Russ. Like if they're right. both having a good game, they could if like if they're on on, right. they can beat anybody. So, yeah, that's I, a interesting point, right? Yeah, I heard that and I was like, "Wow, I'm gonna steal that take because right. that that right. makes a lot yeah. of sense." And they were pushed the, the Sixers. They were pushed yesterday, and they just turned it around completely. They were down five with eight minutes to go. Four minutes to go in the third quarter, they went on eight four run in three minutes. That's incredible. Eighteen four run. Excuse me. Eight run four. Eighteen. That's what I to figured. Four, yeah, you said, uh, eighteen to four run in like two or three minutes. They went up seven to close out the fourth quarter to third quarter, and I was like, "Holy crap!" Right. And the way the way Simmons can just Simmons could steal the ball from anybody. Like it doesn't matter. He can yeah. play good defense. Anybody. He can contain Durant, not stop him. Nobody's stopping him. But he can contain Durant and kind of like take one guy out of the equation right. here like all right now you only got to worry about two guys right like you're not stopping any of them but if you could you know yeah. hold them off a little bit he's not going to kill you, you yeah know. exactly he's not going to be the reason why you got you they they won right and obviously nobody's guarding but a beat that's also what makes the net so good is you can try and take out Durant and then you're like oh well now you got two other you know guys who are capable of winning a scoring title i mean Harden <laughs> did it Harden did it, and Kyrie, you know, has come close. I, I'm not saying the 76ers are going to win. I think the series would go like six games if it does happen. I hope it happens. That's the series I want to see the most. Yeah. But how about the Suns? Yeah, dude, I'm telling you, disrespectful to give the Lakers minus 300 to win that series. I was reading something today. Somebody, somebody was saying they're not big enough, the Suns, to to beat them. But I don't know. They the AD's Lakers just don't look good. The Lakers don't look good. Yeah. Like AD is not playing well at all. He has it. He's been banged up. I understand that. Hey Disney. Le- LeBron has not been the same either. Like there's they're just they're not rolling. They're not. I yeah. I don't trust. Like I had said I trusted them, and after watching a couple of games here, I don't. Okay. I don't trust them. I think what we haven't said yet, and probably one of the most interesting thing is eight beating a one. Grizzlies beat the Jazz. No Donovan Mitchell, though. Yeah, but... Did you see that? Dylan Brooks scored 31 points. The Warriors got to be kicking themselves, man. Yeah, I know. That's tough, man. I, Yeah, that's rough. They, like, they could win this series. They could have beat the Jazz. Yeah. If Curry was on, they could have beat the Jazz. Uh, Can't they put something around him? I don't know if Curry... Like, it's, you don't think there's only so him? much he can do. You don't think he could carry? It's him? not like they have a you know a terrible roster around him, but it's, it's, not it's good. pretty bad. It's it's below average. It's real no, it, it, it's it's pretty bad. It's bad. If he's not there, Curry, there's they're not even in the conference. They're they're a top, top, they're a top five pick probably. Yeah, absolutely. They got to be kicking themselves though, not putting like one more guy yeah. around him, like just for this year. Yeah, you know, making a trade because they would be in this. They would be in the series at least. Definitely. I don't know if they would win it, but they'd be in the series. Now Donovan Mitchell was pissed off. What? Really mad because he's been out since uh, since the middle of April with a sprained ankle, and he was supposedly suppo- supposed to play in Game One yesterday, but the the Jazz held him out. They're like, no, they, they scratched him late, and mm-hmm. he was really mad that they did that. He was like, I was good to go, 
or whatever. I didn't really read up on the story. I just saw the headline. But oh. whose side would you be on? You're uh, on the team side here. Yeah. Come on. I mean, it's a, they did lose, but, you know, it's the first round game one, and you're the one seed. You don't have to, you know, force anything, and he re-injures himself, and he's out for the playoffs. Right. And, you're, and again, you're the one seed. You don't want to risk anything. Yeah. John Morant was great in the fourth quarter yesterday. He yeah. put on another show. He was great late in the game, in the playing game against the uh, the Warriors. Yes. Last Saturday. Definitely. Last Friday. So that's, that's, some of these, that's what these point guards do, man. They 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 help the whole offense. Because yeah. once you can get get by your man and you know drive to the paint or whatever, then the whole defense collapses in and gets open shots for other guys. It's just textbook stuff. Jaw scored 26 in the win. They beat the Jazz 112-109. So this is Bojan? Yes, the Jazz. Bojan yeah, Bogdanovich missed a three at a tie at the buzzer. He had a great game. Uh, Yeah, I think, yeah, he scored 29 points. 4 of 11 from 3, 8 of 16 shooting in 33 minutes. Yeah, he played really well. Both of them are good, right? Both of the Bogdans are good. Yeah. So, well, both of the Bogdanovichs. Both of the Bogdanovichs. Yeah. One's Bogdan, one's yeah. Bojan. Bo- Going back to the Hawks for a second, he, like, sh- I, I knew. He's from Sacramento. Yeah. He's really good. Yeah, I know. They, um, they can shoot. He was a restricted free agent, and there was a weird situation with his contract where they matched the offer sheet, but then, like, there was basically a mistake made, and it wasn't. Oh, the I think right I offer. remember this. It was, like, it was a train wreck. Um, how about the Bucks just wiping the floor with the Heat tonight? Yeah. I mean, my God, they got off to a. It was forty-two sixteen at one point in the first quarter. I thought the Heat were gonna pull. It's still early. They're down two out, but I thought the Heat would win the series. Actually. Yeah, I thought they were gonna find some magic again, like they did Oof, last year. I they could were see playing. They were playing series. They were playing better at the end of the year too. Am I just underestimating how good the Bucks are? I think so. The Bucks are really, like, mean, they got really Drew, good. They have Drew Holiday, Obviously, Bledsoe. we know about Giannis. Then they, and they have uh, Chris Middleton. Yeah, maybe I am. But I don't... I just thought the Heat, after being there last year, they would figure something out. I kind of expected them to just find a way to turn it they on all year. Eric Bledsoe, by the way. Who has Eric Bledsoe? Um, I don't they know. had Eric they Bledsoe. They had Eric Bledsoe, yeah. That was last year. I think you're thinking of maybe... Um, Jeff Teague is on the is on the bus, no, but he's like that. irrelevant. No, it's not that. Oh, so they they added Drew Holiday and got rid of yeah. Okay, that makes sense. If Drew Holiday had fifteen assists, yeah, nah. he just poured it on them. Oh my god! I know this is completely off topic, but you reminded me of it uh, just before. We're gonna switch sports real quick. Did you see what Shannon Sharp did on Undisputed today? Yeah. Let's actually let's talk. Are about you this. kidding me? He's got he's got to get in big trouble for that. There has to be. Listen, that is ridiculous. You can call somebody on air. That's fine. The yeah. first thing you say to them though is, "Hey, you're live on air." Yeah. And he even said, "He said, hey, Julio, what's up, man?" And he said, "Oh, I'm about to meet my brother. What's up with you?" And he just completely didn't answer what he's doing. And he's like, "What do you say? Oh, what's going on? Like, where are you playing next yes. year or whatever?" I mean, no, Julio's got to be pissed unless. There's a chance that that was like a scripted, a, yes, a setup. I don't think so. But yeah, I don't think so. They're not they're not smart enough to do that. He's in, he can get in big trouble for they that. They all can. Foxes, yeah. Fox has to be pissed. They yeah. decline to comment on everything. That's just not right. Like you'll hear radio shows. They'll call. Craig Carton does it all the time. We'll call somebody and I'll be like, "Hey, you're on the air." Yeah. 
That's the first thing he says. Yeah. Like, you got to let him know. Cause they were calling him because he was wearing a Cowboys hat or a Cowboys sweatshirt or something. And there was a picture of him taken. Right. So, you know, Skip, obviously, is an idiot Cowboy fan. Yeah. And he was you know, going crazy. Oh, my God, he's going to come here. He's going to come yeah. here. And then it comes out after that that he actually requested a trade in March. I don't the, this whole offseason with the Rogers stuff too, like the way these trades were the Watson stuff, like the way these trade rumors are going. But yeah, that that's just absolutely ridiculous. Like I can't believe Shannon Sharp did that. When I watched it, I was like, there's no way this is real. Like he actually said to him, like, Oh, where are you going next year? And he Yeah. He's he literally and, said I'm out. And not only is that bad, you know, it's bad for Shannon Sharp and it's bad for it could it, it could even be bad for Julio. Sure. I, I think the worst part is it's bad for the Falcons. They have no leverage. Yeah, now they have no leverage. I mean, I don't. It's not like every team's gonna take that super seriously, but that was Julio Jones on the phone, and he said, "Nah, I'm out of there, man." Like they did lose a little. If I'm a GM, I'm saying we know he wants out. You guys aren't just trying to clear cap space or you know seeing what you could get for him. Like he wants to leave. You know, I, we're, let's just keep it on the football topic for a minute because there were a lot of rumors. I saw the stupidest rumor today from. I can't even tell you the source, but it popped up on Bleacher Report. It was it wasn't from Bleacher Report. I have Bleacher Report now because whatever rumor there is out there, it'll like it'll pop up and yeah. it'll say the source. I think it was That's from what I the, use it for too. Yeah, it I was from the long. It was from like the long shot, the long shot or something. Okay. I've never heard of it. And it was Aaron Rodgers said it was like this. These guys saying that Aaron Rodgers has communicated with other players that he wants to go form like a super team somewhere. Oh my god. Like, when is enough enough? Okay, Um, you didn't show up for OTAs. Okay. Are you surprised? No. Okay. I I don't... What's the form of super team? It's it's not the NBA. Like, what are you going to say? Hey, uh, Aaron Donald, ask for the Rams to cut you and let's let's go play or wherever. Like, what? My... I I shouldn't say, like, my my thought process on this has changed. Like, I thought there was a chance he got traded. I don't see... He's not getting traded. I don't see how he gets traded. Again, it would have to happen after June 1st. They need to extend him, though. Well, that's the thing. They offered him the contract extension, and he hasn't accepted it yet. Okay. And he has. that's the only thing that's like, eh. Right. Why they can't just it? let him rot on the bench. I mean, something's got to move. Someone's got to budge here. No, they're not, but they would have to budge. Like. Yeah, I mean, he has more leverage than they do. They would just have to trade him because he'll retire. And then you'll get nothing for him. I know. But where do you trade him? I don't know. Like if you're Denver right now, like you're like obviously you're you're interested, but how much are you willing to give up? And the later it gets, listen, Aaron Rodgers is a fantastic quarterback, and you love him. You'd love to have him on your team, but you're not going to trade for him. You know, in, in mid-August when you've been in training camp and everything's ready to go, and then all of a sudden you're oh, we're going to get a brand new quarterback. None of you guys have ever played with him before. Right. Like he June, doesn't know our playbook, like our coaching staff, but. Let's go. Our season starts in less than a month. Like after June first is like the time they can trade him to work the money out. Like they, it's literally impossible. I think with the cap situations yeah. to trade him now. So they have to wait until June first so they right. can split it up. But they can split the money up. But like you're hundred percent correct. Like June thirty, whatever June thirtieth, you know, beginning of July. Like that's gonna be the cutoff. You I can't bring so. a new guy in like that. You can't bring a new starting quarterback in like that, no matter who it is. I was going to say that, but I thought it was like, 
kind of dumb, but you're right. No, the later I mean, you, the later you get, listen, you can't bring somebody think, in. I don't think if you get him super late, it's like it's gonna be a waste and he's gonna be terrible. But it's not ideal. Aaron Rod- Okay, here's the reason why that's not BS. They got Lafleur. You know, during the coaching, the you know uh, that period, what they got him probably February. Gen- yeah. I don't remember off January, the top of my January, head, but before the draft and all that stuff. And Rodgers threw 25 touchdowns and, you know, whatever, four, two and four picks. And then the next year he explodes and they said it's, you know, it's his second year in LaFleur's system. He's really, he's he's a very good play action now. Like, the, that's really flowing with the offense. So, if it, it took him a whole year with the guy there and he didn't even have to change cities and, you know, new personnel and everything like that, then how is he going to be able to go to a new team Get ready if, let's say, he gets traded in the beginning to middle of August. Get ready a month, and then go have an MVP season and like carry a team to the Super Bowl. Brady signed in March. Had a you know, I mean, a COVID off season, yeah. and they got off to a tough start. They, the Bucks. It took them ten weeks in the season to get yeah, going. Yeah, we didn't think of them as like a serious contender until the later on in the season. They were right. having troubles. They lost to the Bears on that Thursday night football yeah. game. The, oh, the Saints destroyed them. On Sunday Night Football. Yeah. The the first time I took them seriously. Like, the first time, like, in the middle of the season, I was like... Because I, I, I don't know if you remember, I liked them in the beginning of the year. Yeah. And then I kind of went off of them, especially after they lost to the Saints. But when they lost that game to the Chiefs at home... Remember that game that um, Tyreek Hill had, like, 300 yards in the first half, whatever oh, it was? Oh, yeah. I was like... They're for real. They're like, watch out for the box. Like, they're coming. Right. And then they went on the winning streak and then didn't lose. But, yeah, a lot of rumors. And Deshaun Watson still. Like, what's going on? Uh, with that? That's like old news. I mean, he's got all this legal stuff going on. He was on Long Island a couple know. weeks ago. He was in yeah, Farmingdale. He was working out with. There's this guy, like Tom Kennedy. I think I'm getting the name wrong. Something Kennedy from Farmingdale is a wide receiver on the Lions. And I don't know, their agent or a mutual friend, they know each other, so they set up a workout. So he was here in Allen Park like two or three weeks ago. And then my friend, my, my Dennis, our friend Dennis, his friend sent us a picture of uh, he was in Florida with like, just like on a beach or something, like yeah. with, a couple, with a couple of his friends. Wow. He's just living life. He's yeah. trying to. Their OTA start, and I, I read something today, like he just still wants to get traded. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't think he's showing up. Anytime soon. But if you're him now, so let's say he gets cleared, because I still think there's I I think he gets himself out of this somehow. I don't know. It's tough. But even he needs a really good lawyer. But even if he gets let's just say he gets suspended four to eight games, whatever it is. And nobody's gonna want to trade for him, so is he just not gonna play for them? I don't know. Like do you on it like he gets suspended? You know, it, it all comes out, you know, whatever was true, and he has problems. Do you th- nobody's going to want him. Nobody's going to trade for him. Do you think he says, oh, here we go. This is my only chance of playing, and it's with them. Like, that's what it could be. I don't be. know, honestly. He's making all the money he needs. I don't know. I, it's not about the money, though. It would have to be about the love of the game. It would have to be just him wanting to play. Right. If he doesn't want to play, if he really, really, truly doesn't want to play for this team, then he doesn't play. He has the money. Uh, I think that would be a, maybe a little over. I mean, the te- the Texans front office and ownership did him wrong with that coach selection process and everything for sure. Uh, and I don't blame him at all for wanting to get traded. But 
I don't know, drag it out into the season that long? Is that a little overboard? But I, I don't know. I could understand because he's like, they'll win if he plays for them. You know what I mean? What? Like after going through all that where he wants to get traded, he's sitting out. And let's say week nine, he's like, all right, I'm playing. I feel like that's like him throwing in the, the towel and being like, all right, you won. Like, I'm, yeah, like, I'm playing for you. Unless I, I kind of feel like he cares about that. But then again, the Texans are going to be like irrelevant if he's not playing. They already are when he does. They're play. not going to be good either way. So maybe he just takes a year off. That'd be insane. That, it's not crazy. If he's suspended eight games. He's in a tough spot now. If he's suspended eight games and they're one and seven, and let's say they even make up, you even want him playing at that point? If they're 0 and 8, 1 and 7? Listen, ever since these allegations came out, it definitely hasn't helped his case. And, you know, that was kind of a pun, but you know what I mean. <laughs> to get traded. Um, yeah, and, and his whole situation. Like, he lost a little leverage there, and now, like, we haven't heard news about it in weeks. I've heard that two teams. That was the hot-button topic. It was like, oh, Deshaun Watson wants to get traded, and now all of a sudden it's like, uh, he and can't, now he can't get traded. You know, the Jets aren't don't want him anymore. They drafted a quarterback. the The Panthers settled on a quarterback. The Niners just drafted Trey Lance. Like, where's he gonna go? Las Vegas. Derek Carr's a good quarterback. He's he's not fantastic. They don't need to. They don't need to mortgage their future yeah. to go get him. Me, the only people I could think of was Denver. I do they Denver. have the capital to pull off a trade? I think Carolina would still do it. You think so? Yeah. They they didn't commit like a ton of money tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow. They didn't commit a ton of money to Darnold. Yeah. They I mean, they, uh, next year. I would think they would send Darnold to Houston in a trade if it did happen. That would have to be it. Yeah. I don't know. I've Let's heard see. two teams and I've heard one team of late. Well, the Eagles. Oof. Yeah, that's where you want to go. Philadelphia. God forbid. God forbid. Yeah, no, happens. no protection, no defense. Hey, but you're throwing a Devonta Smith. Yeah, his buddy. I don't. They're not buddies. I don't think but they're buddies. Why would he want to go play there? He does he have to sign off on it? Does he have a trade clause? I think he does. I think he does. He does. Yeah. He would have to sign off on that. Why yeah. the hell would he go there? I don't know. Miami, I could see. No, uh, that wouldn't be good for you. But no. for me, it's perfect. Yeah. I don't even have to play him. I have to play him this year. So we're gonna take a break. We're going to do a quick list, and then we're going to get to some baseball news. Mets have a triple-A roster, and the Yankees are rolling. But our list this week is going to be the toughest places to play on the road stadiums. It's going to be a good one. Mm-hmm. This is a good idea. So we're going to come right back to the list and get to baseball. The s Podcast Channel, the perfect channel for any style of podcast. We have all different pop culture style podcasts for all of your listening needs. If you would like to start a podcast, you can reach us at sndpodcast at gmail.com. We are always looking for new podcasts to add to our channel, and the topic could be anything you want. So contact us now. We are back. Hardline Sports Talk, episode 10. We are going to get to our list now. The five toughest places to play in the five ma- four major sports. Excuse me. I considered a couple of places I... I considered a couple of hockey arenas. I considered... I, I threw a baseball on here, but I'm not so sure it deserves to be here. Do you want to start or do you want me to start? I'll start. I have no arenas. Okay. You know, I have no hockey or basketball. Okay. Um, I'll just tell you right now, football dominates my list. Um, hmm. 
All right, I'll get it started. Number five. Could argue it should be higher, but I'm sticking with it at five. Century Link Field, where the Seahawks play. I think it set the record for, like, the loudest stadium ever one time when they were really good in, like, 2012. Um, they're known for the 12th man. That's their thing. They're, they've been definitely a relevant team the past 10 years. Tough location. It's it's not the greatest conditions in Usually Seattle. Usually raining. Usually raining. So, with that combined with the noise and everything, they're, they're my number five. Okay. Or the stadium is my number five. They're on my list. They're not five. Number five, I threw the baseball stadium here. I went Fenway Park. Yeah, I know you hate it. I want to go. I really want to go. I've been, but not while a game was there. Like, I had a tour of it. That's sick. Yeah. Let's go to a Yankee Red Sox game soon. Okay. You know, if you want to sit in the Green Monster, you need to make, like, reservations, and it's, like, a year behind. Or, I don't know. That's what they told us when we went on the tour. Well, I didn't ask to sit in the Green Monster. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was just telling you, oh. fun fact, you know, to be no, a douche. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I got Fenway at five. Tough place. Tough people. Tough fans. Mm-hmm. They've been under scrutiny a lot. They, they don't say the nicest things to players. No. So. Yeah, they've had some bad. Uh, they got they got stuff. a bad rap. Remember that Adam Jones situation? Yeah. That and Corey really Hunter. Bad. That was really bad. Yeah. They're not uh, they're not the nicest over there. No. And you really, if you're a Yankee fan going to watch a Yankee Red Sox game, you cannot wear a Would you wear a Yankee hat? Oh, yeah. 100%. You I wore my Yankee stuff well. I mean, there was nobody there. But yeah. I was walking around guy. the city of Boston with my Yankee stuff on. I walked around the city of Philadelphia with my Mets stuff on and I got a Yeah, long. you came home and cried. I didn't come and cry. People are just nasty. Oh, and they're so mean. They are mean. I kind of liked it, though. So, Fenway is five. Number four, I've got the Superdome, where the Saints play. Louisiana. New Orleans. Yeah, yeah, that's yes. Louisiana. Very good. Uh, it's in a dome, obviously. Superdome. It's big. It's re- it gets really loud in there. You can't hear yourself think. The opposing teams, I mean, literally, we have to call timeouts. They can't hear anything. They, they don't know the signals. Pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. Not easy. Not good condition. That is also my number four Mercedes-Benz wow. Superdome. Uh, I mean, you just explained it. I don't think there's much explained to do here. It's a really loud place. The fans are nuts. Yeah. Yeah. That more of the story. Um, My number three, this is a combination of fans and Especially conditions. Lambeau Field in Green Bay, three? number three. Um, the Ice Bowl. You think about that. Um, Remember that was... Giants uh, Packers game, NFC Championship yeah. game in two thousand seven. Freezing. You know com- that would combine with thirteen below. Th- they definitely sell uh sell all the seats. Um, that is my number three. My number three is. Madison Square Garden. So are you combining hockey and ba- uh, basketball here? I'm or? not. I'm saying it's tougher to play basketball there. Okay. Now, it's tough to play in New York, right? I mean, yeah. some guys love it. I mean, yeah. like guys like Reggie Miller. I think Trey Young was loving it yeah. last night. But it's not easy. There's a lot of pressure. The fans are crazy. It gets really, you saw last night, it gets really, really loud in there. Mm-hmm. And I think the pressure of playing in the world's most famous arena can get to you. Yeah. So that's my number three. My number two, CenturyLink, the 12th man. We, you went over it. It's known for being one of the loudest places on earth. And the conditions are terrible. 
Yeah. I mean, they are, they're always terrible. Yeah. It's either cold, raining sideways, whatever, whatever it is. So they're number two. Honestly, yeah. I almost put Buffalo on this just for the fact that it's, it's yeah. terrible there. You all could, the definitely could have. Uh, my number two is my last football, and it is Arrowhead Stadium, Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. I mean, this place is just a madhouse. Um, they got the Tomahawk chant, and they've been so good over the past couple of years, obviously, so it's fresh in your mind. They might have taken over um, for the loudest stadium. They might, yeah. I think they know, did. I th- I, not 100%, but I really, think they did. Really, like, uniquely shaped stadium, too. Yeah. Kind of has a weird look to it. It's kind of like in the middle. It like dips in when you look at the upper decks. But yeah, this place is like a, a fishbowl playing in there. Um, the noise, you could definitely hear it. That is my number two. My number one. I can't believe you put this number one. My number one. You call me what you want. I, it's Yankee Stadium. I don't know how you do that. I don't understand how you can argue this. I don't um, know. No, I can, okay, I can understand how you can argue this, but I don't know how you can say this shouldn't be on the list. I mean, just thinking all the time ahead of all this stuff, the Astros just came here. There was 10,000 people, and there was, you know, they were getting screamed at, cur- people cursing at them. Um, then you had, just all, again, off the top of my head, the A's-Yankees wild card game in 2000, what was that, 19? No, 2018. Uh, that A's fan was getting mauled by people. Be- they're throwing beer on them and all that stuff. Well, that's good. It's called, it's called the Bronx Zoo. For yeah, a for reason. a reason. It's called yeah. the Bronx Zoo for a reason. It's a madhouse. Yeah, I'm and sure. it's 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 obviously usually you sell out playoff games, but there's something different about Yankee Stadium. I'm sure it is, but I got I Lambo. Put Fenway Park over Yankee. Stadium. I got Lambo on here, number one. Really? Yeah, I'm taking the conditions into account. Okay. I mean, a they they sell out. They're crazy. They're incredibly passionate. Yeah. And when it could be that cold or snowing, it's. It's not easy to go there and oh, win. Of course not. So and the Packers always have a great home record. Yeah. So I wouldn't want to go there and, and have to play elimination game, a playoff game there. Absolutely not. Did you consider any other baseball ones besides Yankee Stadium? I couldn't. Or think, Park? I couldn't think of any. I'll tell you what I almost put, and it was a little bit of a curveball, and I wanted to put it at five because I wanted to make it a little more interesting, but I, I just couldn't get. Wait, it Wait, can the list. I guess it what it is? Yeah, Atlanta. No, okay. that's a good one though. Yeah. Um, PNC. Well, we know the Pirates have been really bad, but oh, in a playoff yeah. atmosphere, everybody remembers the Johnny Pirates Quedo. Reds and the Johnny Cueto. He dropped the ball like that. That, was, that place gets crazy. That was great. It gets wild. That was great. Yeah, that's good. So let's recap. I had Fenway at five. Superdome at four, CenturyLink at no MSG at three, CenturyLink at two, and Lambo at one. CenturyLink five, Superdome four, Lambo three, Arrowhead two, Yankee Stadium one. Wow, so my one and two was just not on your list. No, I really considered our. This was a tough list to make. I told you that before the show started. I had a difficult time making this list, and but I loved this list. Like this was this was fun. Definitely interesting. I considered Arrowhead. I, I almost put Arrowhead, but super, I didn't want to do too many. Football. I don't want to give you a hard time about that, but you, you got to put that on the list. I what? Mean, Arrowhead? Arrowhead. Yeah. I didn't want to. I wanted to add a baseball here. I did, I could have gone all football. Yeah. I could have seriously done all football yeah. here. Because so. football, it's just that the environment. Like, 
it's an incredibly difficult environment yeah. to play in. Yeah. So let's get on to some baseball. Let's start. Let's start with the Mets. I don't want to start with the Mets, but let's start with the Mets. Lost tonight, Monday night, three to two to the Colorado Rockies. Who you want to guess their road record coming into this game? Uh, two and seventeen. Two and seventeen. Yeah, the three, the three and seventeen now. Yeah, that's good. So, yeah, they're they're really good. They they beat um. Yesterday at home, they beat the Diamondbacks to get out of last place. Oh, the Diamondbacks okay. lost eight straight. Yeah, so good. A lot good. of streaks going on right now. Yeah. Diamondbacks lost eight straight. Uh, Padres Rays, Rays have won ten in a row. They look really good. They do. And they beat a, they beat the Blue Jays, who they looked good last week, mm-hmm. and they lost they lost two out of three to um, Boston. Mm-hmm. They weren't playing the NL East. That was the thing. They were beating up on a couple NL East teams. Yeah. The, the the Blue they beat the Nationals. They beat the Phillies. Thank you, by the way. Yeah, no problem. But anyway, let's get to the Mets. Lose a tough game tonight, three to two. David Peterson gave up two solo shots in the second, and he goes down two nothing. And then Fargus, I'm blanking on how to say it. Josh Janeshwi. I have to hear it said. Yeah. I can't read it. I mean, like, it's spelled very yeah. weird. Janeshwi, I've never seen that name in my life. Janeshwi Fargus playing center field. Was running around first. I think it was um, Hampson. He hit a ball to center field deep. I'm sorry, Hampson? Uh, Garrett Hampson. Oh, the on the Rockies. Yes. Okay, I thought you were talking about the Mets. Oh, oh no. Who the hell is it? Yeah, I'm almost positive it was Garrett Hampson on the Rockies second baseman. He hits a ball to dead center, and Fargus is running on it, and he crashes into the wall, and he grabs his shoulder. Okay. Like, in pain. Like, he doesn't even go after the ball, which is on the ground. Yeah. He grabs his shoulder in pain like this. He stayed in the game some. I think they took him out, but, like, he stayed in the game at the time. Is something in the water? It's, it's in flushing right now? I mean... You know what? I Didn't Yamamoto leave the game yesterday? Yamamoto's going on the I.L. Oh uh, they're taking DeGrom off, putting him on. But, I'm not... They. It was known that there were going to be a lot of injuries this year. Right. Like, people, a lot of teams built a lot of depth for it. They were expecting this. But this is absurd. I mean, this is just. That's going to be crazy. Like, when I found out that Pete was going on the I.L., I was like, yep. And they weren't, they, they like, Tuesday, they were like, oh, we're waiting on an announcement. And then Wednesday, they made the announcement. Oh, he's going on the I.L. Mm. I was like, he's going to. I knew it the day before when they said they weren't announcing anything. He's going on the I.L. There's no doubt about it. So they lose tonight, three to two. They're still in first place. That's crazy. Twenty-one and twenty. They hit a three and six wanna, road trip. Want to change divisions? Want to switch? No, I'm good. They had a three and six road trip. They lost three in Tampa. Then they went to Atlanta, won two out of three, and lost two out of three to Miami. Mm-hmm. For some reason, that felt good. Right. Like, how does that feel I good? said that to you the other day, which you you had a little temper tantrum. I was like, what was it when Pete got hurt? Someone got hurt. Oh, yeah. I was screaming. And I was like, you know, it could be worse. And you're like, what do you mean it could be worse? Oh, yes. Well, it could be worse. And I was like, <laughs> that was at funny. least they're in first place. Like, it's, you know, they're still hanging on to first right now. So, what they it have, could be worse. What they have to do is they have to... Fu- I'll, there's an injury report like the guys that are hurt right now I'll read it to you quickly they need guys to come back but as of right now they need to find a way to break even mm-hmm. like go 500 like stay 500 don't dig yourself a hole so here's what's going on Seth Lugo's coming back next week the 31st that's huge that's great yeah. that's what you like to see 
Noah Syndergaard is going to be back in mid-June. Three okay. weeks. Carlos Carrasco will not be back until the end of June, early July. Michael Conforto, Jeff McNeil, same thing. Late June. Oh, my God, really? Yeah. I'm not surprised. Conforto's hamstring is that bad? I'm not surprised with Conforto. I'm surprised with McNeil. I thought McNeil would be back quicker. But I, Conforto, yeah, they have bad hamstring strains. They're not going to be back until at least the you know late June, and I'm going to guess that's going to be July. All-star break. You can never trust those those forecasts for injuries. Well, they Cano two years ago, they said six to eight weeks. He's back in a month. So yeah, it works both ways. It, it? Yeah, it's different. Like Britain's still not back, and they said he was going to be back in early May. It was different. It was his arm. I know. I'm just saying. You know, you can never trust the. They the said outlooks. they said Carrasco was going to be back early May. Yeah. And then it was okay early June. Now it's July. And what the hell's going on? And JD Davis has been rehabbing for like. JD Davis has been rehabbing okay for like a week now. Mm-hmm. And they want him to play a little more first base. So, like, we're not going to bring him up yet. We want him to play first base. They just started James McCann at first oh, base Oh, nice that today. they want to all of a sudden teach him how to play first base. And they have nobody in their lineup. So, I don't know what the hell is going on there. He could be back by the weekend or next week. Alonzo will be back next week. Nimmo a little later. Not late June, but probably, like, early to mid-June. They're playing the Nimmo. Rockies again tomorrow? They're playing the Rockies four here. Okay. DeGrom's on the hill tomorrow. over the weekend? Atlanta. At home? Yeah. Atlanta's playing better. Atlanta is playing better. They I mean, they play, the they play the Pirates, but still. But They're playing 20 better. 20 runs is 20 runs. They're playing a lot better. Yeah. So, I'm not... I think they'll, they'll have DeGrom going one of those games. And... Uh, they should... Yeah, have Stroman, I think, too. Now, what are they... Are they going to do Lugo out of the bullpen, or are they going to throw him in the rotation? He's such a good reliever. Yeah. But... They're probably going to – I don't know. They might not want to push him. That's the thing. Right. Because he has the partially torn UCL. Yeah. So they might not want to push him. They might just say, hey, you're going to be a reliever. Right. We'll work a bullpen day out I here. think they should just use him as a reliever. So do I. I also hope by then – like Walker. I forgot to mention Walker. Yeah. Walker says he feels fine. So he could be back in a week or two. Okay. But still, sketchy. Not Definitely good over there. Sketchy. sketchy. You want to hear some Luis, Luis Rojas decisions over the weekend? Three three straight days. Okay. All right. So, Friday, Luis Rojas. Metro winning 3-1. Bottom seven. Stroman's got 89 pitches. He gives up a hit with one out. No outs, I'm sorry, in the seventh. The Mets are up two. Takes him out. Next pitch, Garrett Cooper, who's becoming a Mets killer. It's a game-tying two-run shot. That's Friday. The Mets won that game, but still. Okay. Tuesday. I mean, sorry, Tuesday. Saturday, the next day, Joey Lucchese starts the game. Okay? Joey Lucchese has eight strikeouts in four innings. Gives up one hit, 43 pitches, 34 strikes. Game of his life. God. Game of his life. Four innings. Takes him out. Goes to um, Reed Foley. Now this what is was why he pitched. Uh, five days a week, maybe. Oh my god! Now this is what makes that decision look even worse. Yamamoto started for the Mets on Sunday. Okay, Yamamoto gave up five runs in the second. So you could have made the argument you take him out there. Yes. No. Yamamoto goes a couple more innings. Now he didn't. He didn't give him another run. But come on, you're. Yama, they said that they took. 
Lucchese out because he hasn't started. Like, he hasn't started a full game, and if he started, he only went a few innings, so they didn't want to, you know, what, he wasn't ready. He didn't do enough, you know, throwing or whatever right. to start and go a full length of the game. Then what has Yamamoto been doing? What's different about Yamamoto know. that you say, hey, you know what, we're going to push Yamamoto, right. but not Lucchese, That's who's tough. pitching the game of his life. Yeah, Yamamoto went Yamamoto went four, but he should have been taken out after two. So the Mets bullpen has been taxed, completely taxed. They've had bullpen days after bullpen days after bullpen days. But why are they using uh, Lucchese as, like, he's a starter by he's trade. He's been terrible. Okay. He's been terrible. So what, they figured shorten him up a little bit? Yeah. That's the, that's the plan. I mean, listen. I, I screamed and yelled at the TV like, you only can use him to three innings, two maybe. Right. But now when he's pitching like that, like, I understand they mapped out a plan before the game. We're going to go to Lucchese, read Foley, and then try and get it to the back end. Yeah. But, again, that's why analytics don't work sometimes. You got to just, you can't have a plan going into the game. This guy's You don't know what it. the outcome is going to be of the game before you do it. So right. It's you got to adjust on the fly. So, so, so frustrating. So frustrating with this team. Again, they have a triple-A team right now. <laughs> like, it's just a triple-A team. So Pretty sure it's going to be a double-A team. It could be a double-A team. If more. Brandon Jury had a pinch-hit home run today, though. Very nice. like Brandon Jury a lot, actually. I'm I'm into him as one of the triple-A guys on the team. You're into him? Yeah. He's good. He's a good player. Don't get weird. <laughs> uh, so the Mets will play three more. DeGrom's back tomorrow. Hey, the, the Mets got a big bad comeback tomorrow. Yeah. That's a, <laughs> I bat him clean up. Yeah, really? They should no. He should bat like sixth or seventh tomorrow. He should bat seventh tomorrow. They're not gonna do that. They should, they should bat him nah, seventh. They tomorrow. don't want that to be they so should. embarrassing. JM, who cares about embarrassment? These guys are playing like crap. They're not. Let let's get into crap. Let's get into. I can't say the word like dirt on the bottom of your shoe. Yeah. Francisco Lindor, done done with him. No more coddling, no more, oh, it's, you know, new league, oh, new acquisition, oh, pressure New York. Shut up. Yeah. I'm done. I am so done with this guy. Batting 194, not even a 600 OPS. He's got the, France, Fernando Tatis came back four games. Yeah, he's 11 for 14. Four home runs, 12 RBIs. It's more home runs and RBIs than Lindor has in two months. I think his slugging is higher than Lindor's OPS. It probably is. His on base is higher than his slug. Who, Lindor? That's yeah. bad. I know. He's slugging 285. It's been it's been so bad. And I'm, I, I said it to you. We went out for dinner in like February and I said, I'm kind of nervous about him, you know? And you would say, hey, you know, you're just, you know, it's a big player. You know, you're nervous. It's a big acquisition. You, yeah. it's, it's okay to be nervous. You're anxious. I'm like, yeah, you're right. Oh, but, but nobody I, saw this coming. I know, but it just happens all the time. Like, why can't we have one guy come here and be like, okay, this is, you know, we're going to change that. Yeah. We're going to change well, that. Well, I mean, it's different, but Cespedes did do that. Yeah, but he wasn't as big as an acquisition as this. Yeah. I mean, like, listen, I, I told you, I always thought he was a little overrated as a hitter. I mean, he's a, fa- he's a really good defensive shortstop, um, and he's like a five-tool player and everything like that, but... His career numbers offensively aren't like they don't like pop off the page. He's had a couple nice power seasons, but his OPS has never gone over 870. No. So he's you know you can't be people saying he's a top 10 player, but you can't be a top 10 player in baseball if your career OPS is 822. Yeah. 
He had a lot of doubles, a lot of singles, like yeah. you know. But it's just not. But it, nothing. Five eighty six OPS. I mean, nothing right now. It's just I have no confidence. I'm looking at this guy on the field today. I'm like, this is the guy we gave money to. Yeah. Kravitz would double play before. Could you imagine if he didn't get paid yet? I w- what I would wish. be going on with him? Like, I wish. Okay, let's say he finishes. So this is a super hypothetical situation. Let's say he's going to be a free agent this year. He never signed the contract with the Mets. And he finishes the season and he bats 220, hits 18 to 20 home runs, and his OPS is, you know, six and 680. Okay. What, are the, what kind of contract does he get in the offseason? One I year? Think, yeah, I was going to say that. I think he gets like a one-year deal. One year, Story's not playing well either, though. Story is not playing great, but he's actually his like expected home runs have been like really good. Like he's just he's just they're not. Coors Field's actually hurting him right now, which is weird to say. I don't really care about expected home runs. He's not. He's he's still hitting well. He's hitting the ball well. He he actually hit one today. He got under it, but like he. Crushed it. And I don't know if it was the wind that kept it in or whatever, but it went to the warning track. Dom right. Smith made a nice play at the wall. I don't know. A lot of a lot of these shortstop. I mean, Simeon's been one of the best out of all of yeah, them. I'm not counting. Really I'm not counting Tatis. Obviously, he got. I mean, paid he's already. not even a shortstop anymore. But yeah. Yeah, he's gonna be paid as one. Oh, he did sign a one-year deal, right? Who? Ta- uh, Simeon. Simeon. Yeah, he's gonna be a free agent. Who else is one of them? Correa's not playing well, right? Correa's playing awful. Uh, Seager, Seager's hurt. Um, he was playing. He wasn't Baez. playing great. How's Baez been playing? Baez has been playing really well, actually. I think he has the highest OPS out of all those guys. Wow. Who would have thought? I mean, he's not playing great. He's an eight oh two OPS, but I would have. Yeah, if, eleven if, homers. If he didn't sign, if Lindor didn't sign, he'd have to sign a one year deal. He'd have no choice. Yeah, that's that's rough, man. He's, he would lose a lot of money. Yeah, I wish wish that happened. I really do. All right, let, let's stop talking about this Poverty. depressing team, and let's talk about... The Yankees are rolling. Hell yeah. Rolling. Big sweep. Big sweep. Did you see what their record is since... Uh, the, after they were like 6-11, and 11, so their last 22 games? Yeah, what is it? They're 17-5. and five. Yeah, I saw that today. Um, and it's crazy that they're in, they're in literally third place right now. They're a half game back because Tampa's won 10 in a row and the Red Sox are still 29-19. and 19. Yankees are 28-19. The most shocking part about this is that their starters, is it's a 35-inning scoreless streak. Yeah. It's unbelievable. They have the second lowest ERA team in the AL. Starters, 338 yeah. behind only the White Sox who have a 302, which right. is actually crazy. But... That's unbelievable. It's unbelievable how if you asked me at the beginning of the year what kind of like a question mark was, I would have said the starting rotation, a hundred percent. And I even remember after they got off to that tough start, where we all said like, "Oh yeah, they're gonna have to add a starter." Yeah, the offense is doing a little better now, and now you see yeah. like how dangerous of a team they can be because when the offense does well and you have pitching like that, it's like they're like unbeatable. Do you think they'll end now? They'll have to end now, yeah. Fielder. Yeah, I mean they have nobody. I think they might do it soon. I saw. Delino DeShields. I saw that rumor. That's not them. It's like a depth move. Yeah. Who would they add? I I keep seeing Joey Gallo. Yeah. I don't don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, he's a fantastic defender, and I'm sure that swing would play well in Yankee Stadium, but do we really need another, like, 
big power, and more low average guard. guy. Do we really need that? But what would you say then? Like, what would you say they go get? Like a Charlie Blackman or that's something ex- like that? That's exactly what I was about to say. Yeah. That is so weird. That's yeah. the, the one name I was going to say. Yeah. Lefty. Yeah, that makes sense. He's batting like 322 yeah. over his last uh, like week or something. He's a, he's a good hitter. He's still a good player. Yeah, that this um they got Odor back. He's been good, right? Yeah, so he's far, been solid. Odor. Stan, how what's the deal with Stanton? When's Stanton, he coming back? I don't know. Hopefully soon. He, he that tightness in his quad, and I don't know. You, you you know how they coddle everybody, and we'll see what happens with. If that. If they're playing well, there's no need to rush him back. No. Um, I mean, you obviously still want to have him back, but it, Judge and Stanton, like we've already talked about, how they've never really. It's so rare that they're in the lineup together. But they've never like we've never seen them both like on fire together, and like I'm waiting for that to happen where you know they both hit like seven home runs over the last ten games, like something crazy like that. You can't beat them if that's happening though. No. Hopefully, hopefully that happens in the playoffs for you guys. Yeah, that would be. Let's hope. That would be something else. So they sweep the White Sox. Who did they have the best record in the AL coming into this week? Yes. So they had the best record coming in. They lost. They had great pitching performances. From Cole, Cole was Saturday. Yeah. Montgomery was Friday, and then yesterday, Tyone went five innings yeah. scoreless. So that was good. Tyone went scoreless. Then they brought in Lawise again, Green, and Chapman. they blew it. Yeah. Did Chapman blew his blew his Chapman, first save? Yeah. First run he, of the he year. He gave up. Uh, yeah, he gave up his first run of the year. A home wow. run to Andrew Vaughn. Wow. Uh, his ERA is now point four seven. He's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and he actually got the win because then they walked it off in the ninth inning. Right, walk off walk. Hendricks came in one out in the ninth. Mm. Because what happened was they had, um, what was it, Evan Marshall or someone like that was in. And it was first and second. Tyler Wade was up. He gets to a 3-0 count. I'm listening on the radio because I'm at work. And it's 3-1 then. He takes a strike. And I'm like, do not swing. Like, you still have the red light on 3-1. And oh. then I hear John Sterling say, he swung. Like, I heard the crack of the bat. I'm like, oh, my God, he swung. He hit a little dribbler, passed the pitcher to the second baseman, beat it out. And then they brought in Hendricks, and he walked Judge five pitches. Oh. So, wait, so the bases, there was two men on when Wade did that? Yeah, so he, he walked those guys? Um, Frazier hit a single, and then, who was it, LeMayhew? No. I don't remember who the what the next outcome was. It might have been a walk. So Hendricks Hendricks is great. Yeah, but coming into a game like that, I don't it's know. Tough. It's tough in a big no, situation. No, like it's that. not. It's not his fault, really. No. I mean, so that that's a huge sweep. They're gonna play the Blue Jays, who are like three and seven in their last ten yeah. after being hot. Yeah, they were. They were on fire. And they're calling up their top pitching prospect now, but we're gonna see them. Yeah. On uh, Thursday, it's gonna be fun. They start the series on Tuesday, three games set. Are we are we gonna get Cole? No, we're not getting Cole, right? No, we're I getting wish. Montgomery. Uh, it's, I think Cole's gonna pitch the next, the first game of their road trip. If they really wanted to pitch him because they had the day off today, they can, it would be like a five days you know, start. But yeah. I don't think they're gonna skip a start. No, there's no. I need think to. they already announced the probables, anyways. There's there's no need to do that. No. Uh, where do they go after this? They go another road to trip to Tampa, I think. Let me look. Let no, me look do now. they go? They go to Tampa again? Are they doing that like concert? No, they go to Detroit. Okay. Big bad uh, to play the Big Bad uh, Tigers. Oh, they're gonna see and Casey Mize. See, yeah, and then they see the Rays at home after that. You know the Yankees have not played the Red Sox yet. 
Yeah, they they don't play them until like June fourth or something no. like that. I saw. That'll be an exciting series. Oh, for sure. The Giants and the Dodgers had an exciting series over the weekend. Didn't they get swept? They got swept. It the was Giants cu- got swept. The Giants got swept. Uh, games one and two were interesting. Yesterday was a Sunday was a blowout. You see Bauer. Yeah. Bauer walks. Such a he's. Why do? Why am I starting to like this guy? Why? He's. I. Part How of me. You, okay. Part of me hates him for what he did to the Mets, but like I watch him on the field and he's so good and he's good for the sport. Yeah. I'm like. No, I was just saying like cool. I don't want to sound like like old man like get off my lawn type stuff. Um, like you can have like swagger and do all that stuff, but. I just think, like, with all the off-the-field stuff he's done, he's, like, such a tool. And I don't know how you could say that as a Mets fan after all the crap he did. Like, I would hate that guy. He's – I don't know. He, I, I I think about if the Mets had him on their team right now, like, what kind of spot they would be in. Yeah. Because I was – listen, I'm not going to lie to you. I was questioning how he would be after that shortened season. Yeah. I didn't know if he'd be great, but he's – Well, he's had a bit he, of an up-and-down career because he had – great stuff always and he had a really good season in like finally 2018 put it together, or 17 something like that and then he had that rough season in cleveland where he threw the ball over the center field uh wall he got yep. traded to cincinnati and then the next year he won the Cy Young. so he looks like he's definitely figured it out yeah so the mets are going to finish this series here against the rockies and i said they're going to play atlanta then they go on a little bit of a road trip they're going to go to san diego which i'm not looking Ooh. forward to you Darvish is off to a re- hasn't been a really good season so far. Yeah, the ERA's in the below two. I was not. Uh, you want to talk about guys that I wasn't high on? Yeah, Zach Wheeler. Do you see this guy? No, he's their ace. Really? He's he's right now. He's better than Nola. Wow. He goes deep into games for them. He strikes out a lot of guys. Joe Girardi was talking about him yesterday. He's their stopper. Let me read you his stat line quick. It, uh, like. Unbelievable, and, and I don't know if you remember Brody Van Wagenen was like Brody Van Wagenen before he left Wheeler made like a couple like really nasty comments. Oh, like we helped them get that contract, you know, like things like that. So let's say Zach Wheeler, sixty-eight innings pitched, which is the most in baseball. He has a two-three-eight ERA. He has seventy-eight strikeouts, an ERA plus of one sixty-five, uh, strikeout per nine ten. I said his ERA two three eight. I mean, he's just wow. been an ace for them. You know, you Dar- Did you know you Darvish? This is crazy. Has the highest K per nine from a starting pitcher in MLB history. All time. Seriously, eleven point one. Oh wait, actually, I think I didn't know this. That is insane. Let's see. If you look at it on Baseball Reference, it's highlighted in yellow. Yep, eleven point one. That's for starters. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm surprised that's more than Nolan Ryan. Yeah, could, Nolan Ryan's was only 9.5. I could sit on baseball reference all day and just Oh, yeah, have I do it fun. all the time. Just surf through baseball reference. It's, yeah, that's it's an issue. Yeah. Definitely an issue. Some Yankee fan tweeted a list of players with, on the Yankees that has a higher war than Francisco Lindor. <laughs> I'll read it. I don't even... Do you really want to really yeah. know it? Hold on, there's a thread. It's a thread. <laughs> Oh, no, actually, never mind. All right, so ready? Garrett Cole, Judge, Torres, Montgomery, Chapman, Kluber, Higashioka, Herman, 
Yershella, LeMayu, Stanton, Tyone, Lawazica, Nick Nelson, oh Chad Green, Tyler Wade, and Gary Sanchez. Oh my god, Tyler Wade is a higher award than him? I guess so. He should quit baseball. No, like I'm actually, I'm going to the game tomorrow. He, yeah. I'm, I'm booing him. Yeah. I'm done. I'm seriously done. It's yeah, just so I mean, frustrating. I, I it's, understand. That's, it's that's so frustrating. You know, and obviously they need him to be great. All year round, but they they just need like they really need him. Like they need to get on somebody's back and start right. hitting. He's just not producing anything. So let's hope next week when we uh, come out, we come out with a new episode. He's hitting. Yeah. Well, not next week. Well, yeah. No, did I say next week? Yeah. This week this on Thursday, week. Friday. Friday it'll be released. Friday yeah. release. Thursday we record. Hopefully, I'm feeling better about him. Yeah. Thursday we're gonna yeah, be. Yeah, we're going the Yankee. We'll, we'll come back. We'll yeah, come we'll back. Yeah, we don't have school. Well, I mean, we'll come back. We'll come back from the game and we'll, uh, we'll but record. You want to record at like one in the morning? Yeah, it's fine. All right. Yeah. Instant reaction from the Yankee game. Yeah. Toronto. Maybe uh, we'll do a live podcast. Yeah, we'll do a live we'll podcast. on. We'll make the YouTube the channel. Do you think they'll let us bring the mic in? No, the they'll probably think it's like safety hazard or yeah. something. Yeah, they won't let it. <laughs> we can like... We'll give Merlo his nice little tour of Yankee Stadium when he's a little I'm, kid. I'm really excited for that. You know what? You got to start off your tour of Yankee Stadium get a chicken bucket. Listen, I, that was my next question. What? Because I'm trying to decide if I want to get the Polar Bear Burger at City Field tomorrow or Shake Shack. I'm leaning towards Shake Shack. What, what the hell's a Polar Bear Burger? Polar Bear Burger. What do you think it is? Okay, I know that it's like the Pete Alonzo thing, but what is on the burger? I'll look it up. It's huge. It's like 2,000 calories. Oh, that's good. It's <laughs> a day's worth of calories. But... What's like, what's big to get? Like, what's the best food at Yankee Stadium? Like, what would you say the best thing to get? I mean, I think I've told you this before. I like, I think City Field has better food. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, it's not bad at Yankee Stadium. I just like City Field selection better. But their, their chicken and fries are actually really good. That, there's a, um, it's like a little chicken bucket. Yeah. Like, it's a, like a KFC it's bucket a, of chicken. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. With fries in it. It's chicken and fries. Oh, maybe, we'll, um, maybe we'll have to get that. They have like good like sausage and pepper sandwiches and stuff like that. You know, it's 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 good ballpark food. They've oh, if we were sitting in a suite or something, they've really good steak. I sat in a suite once. Yeah, that's the only time I went. I think it was the Delta Club. You know where the Hyundai Club is at City There's, Field? Yeah, it's the same thing there. Right by the place. Yes, just right. up. No, I've I've sat there before, but the steak and everything like that—that's Audi Club, which is in left field. Oh. Sketchy. Maybe we pony up some bones one day and go there. I want to sit in that MVP section. Yeah. Obviously, you know, we can't. Uh, we got the funds. We could have done it. They had good deals on SeatGeek. I don't know what funds you're talking about. Okay. So that's going to do it for us today. We are going to leave our email in the description. Please, if you want to email us questions, we'll answer some questions um, from our email. We're going to put the email in the description. Give us feedback, anything, anything you got to say. Speaking of feedback, um, to provide a little more collaboration with our listeners, we were talking about we want to do maybe some voicemails. Yes. Because we can't, obviously, we can't call in. It's a pre recorded show, but you guys can leave us voicemails. We'll, not yet, we'll figure out the deal with that and how to get it on the air and everything. But leave us some voicemails with questions or your takes. And then maybe we could also do a little Twitter thing, use a hashtag or something, or send us a DM, whatever. But trying to get a little more. Be more interact. yeah, yeah interactive. interactive. So 
That's big. We're gonna, I'm going to really try and figure that out tomorrow, yeah. I think, with the um, voicemails. That'll be fun. I saw yeah. a lot of other podcasts do it. So mm-hmm. that'll do it for us. We will talk to you Friday. Yes. Go Yanks.